Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There has been a strange but ultimately predictable phenomenon lately of priests being silenced by their bishops. Often worse than that, with the priests being denied parish assignments and being kept from active ministry with no support from the diocese, and no income of any kind. These are not priests with the Ted McCarrick things hanging over them either, nor are they like Pastor Jimmy Martin. They're priests who actually sound Catholic. They want reverent liturgies. They want to teach the actual Catholic faith in its entirety. They're the better priests, and in many cases, these priests with stridently modernist bishops find themselves silenced by their bishop and left with nothing, including no support. Now, Father Altman, Archbishop Viganò, and a few others have formed a sort of support system for these priests by rallying with another priest that you've probably never heard of. So let's have a look at this because Viganò released a letter to express support for them as part of this effort, and I count this as genuinely good news in a week of weird and not-so-good news. But first, I wanted to thank my patrons for their support of this channel. If you want to join them in supporting my work, there are links in the description below, including links to Patreon and Subscribestar. Also, I wanted to repeat my call for submissions to my sources website, returntotradition.org. There had in the past been a few articles posted by viewers and supporters like you, so please feel free to submit an article for the blog if you want using the email address in the description, or send me an, e an email to that address for more information on what I'm looking for. I can't pay for things at this stage, but I do want to help get more Catholic voices out there doing this work. Anyone not new to the mess in the church knows the story by now. A parish gets a good priest who gives this occasional Sunday homily about actually important things. Maybe it's not giving the Holy Eucharist to unrepentant sinners who profess to share our faith, and they work in the public eye against the values of the church. Maybe it's a homily against the work of James Martin. Maybe it's a homily correcting the errors of Pachapapa Francis. Who knows? It could be any topic, really. Or maybe the priest wants to say the Novus Ordo Mass in Latin ad orientum. Or worse, maybe he's the rigid type who wants to say a traditional Latin Mass every third Thursday. Maybe he wants reverence in the Mass so he dismisses the liturgical dancers and publicly admits to thinking about bringing back the altar rail. The next thing you know, this priest gets a talking to by his bishop, but he insists knowing that all things he wants to do are perfectly in keeping with canon law, and so he just continues to do that work, which ultimately leads to his being without a parish assignment. Many stories like this abound. Father Kalchik in the Archdiocese of Chicago comes to mind, who destroyed material related to the first deadly sin, and Pastor Jimmy Martin's sins that he found in his parish attic. Numerous stories abound of the Father Young Trad variety, Young priests who want to teach the authentic Catholic faith and say the old mass, only then to be stripped of parish assignments for their trouble for being rigid and mean. When this happens, these priests are often left without a support system, since they have no parish to provide for their material needs, and the diocese isn't providing anything for them anymore. Recently, Father Altman, 
Archbishop Vigano and numerous laity decided to form a coalition to help these priests. And really, it was a priest named Father Lavelle, and we'll talk about him in a moment. Now, from Alpha News, Minnesota, we get this story, quote, On its website, the group says its goal is to provide moral and material support to priests who are targeted by forces in the secular world or in the church. We are committed to Catholic laypeople and clergy who came together in the spring of 2021 after one too many instances of being targeted or betrayal, the coalition explains. The group's mission is to help priests to steadfastly preach and practice the faith, and to identify priests, bishops, and other Catholics who either do the targeting or fail to defend such priests. Illinois priest Father John Lavelle helped found the organization. Lavelle has been without a parish assignment in his diocese of Rockford, Illinois, for nearly 10 years, thanks to a decree by Bishop David Malloy. Lavelle told Alpha News last week that his removal stems from the fact that he reported a Ted McCarrick situation by an instructor in his diocese in 2009, end quote. Some notable names for this include Liz Yor, Father Altman, and, of course, Archbishop Vigano. They recently held a pricey charity dinner, which raised some eyebrows among the faithful who tend to be watchful for people misusing their influence. And as it turns out, this was the purpose of that dinner, to help establish this support network for these priests. The organization was founded by a Father Lavelle of Illinois, who has been without a parish assignment in his diocese for 10 years now, due to his doing the right thing and trying to prevent another Ted McCarrick situation from brewing, except in his diocese. And the bishop essentially canned the priest for doing his job. Now, I want you to think about that for a moment, and think about how that diocese has an estimated 10 priests in his same position. And then you consider that, all in light of the whole mess of a lack of vocations to the priesthood in the church, then extrapolate that to nearly every diocese in America, and you get a pretty stark picture being painted for you. Thus, this organization is sorely needed, and I'll have in my show notes today at returntotradition.org a link to their website, so you can have a closer look and donate to them if you want to. I am not affiliated with them in any way, either. They're not sponsoring this video or anything. But let's continue. Liz Yor spoke at the conference event and said this is an opportunity for the lay faithful to do something concrete about the state of the church. Quote, Yor told Alpha News that she's been hearing that an increasing number of good and holy priests have been banished by their bishops for no canonical reason. As I meet these priests, I am struck by their deep holiness and love of the Lord and his mother. These priests are beloved by their parishioners, she said. The Lombard event was a seminal moment for me. I have never seen such enthusiasm and energy from a Catholic crowd. They are fed up with the hierarchy that denies them the truth of the faith, closes the churches, and works with the acolytes of the Leviathan and Caesar. The gathering raised nearly $20,000 for Father James Parker. Parker, like Lavelle, is a priest of the Diocese of Rockford. He says he ran afoul of Bishop Malloy not only after he instituted traditional liturgical practices in 2017, but when he welcomed the auxiliary bishop from Kazakhstan, whose name I can't say on this channel for mysterious reasons, to his parish in 2019. Parker is currently without an assignment. Your estimates that in the Rockford Diocese alone, Malloy has silenced at least 10 other priests, end quote. Bishop Malloy must have no vocations issues in his diocese to have the luxury of putting 10 priests out to pasture very prematurely. Or he's a bishop of the lavender variety, one with affiliations to the St. Gallen group that has caused so much sorrow in the church these past 60 years. Take your pick, because those are kind of the only two options there. Either way, the creation of this organization is designed to put these kinds of bishops on notice and to provide support for the good men who have given their lives to our Lord and to his church and have been hammered for it by the bishops who have forgotten what their real duties are. Many of you have asked for concrete things that can be done, and this is just one example. 
But I did mention that Vigano spoke as well. He did so via letter, which has been published all over the internet, and was focused on the conference. In it, he expresses his unequivocal support for the efforts of the lady in this work. Quote, I can only wholeheartedly encourage you and your collaborators for this project, which I hope finds generous support among faithful laity and perhaps some good brothers among the clergy. In this hour of grave deviations in the hierarchy, the commitment of lay people is essential and very important. It concretizes the prophetic words of the venerable Archbishop Fulton Sheen, who in speaking at the end times recalled how the salvation of the Holy Church would be achieved, besides, of course, through the intercession of the Mater Ecclesia before the throne of her divine Son, but by the courageous contributions of the laity. During these times of apostasy in which the de facto schism of the disobedient German pastors and many others in the world not only is not punished, but even appears almost to be encouraged by the hirelings who occupy the highest levels of the church. It is a great consolation to witness this awakening of those who are good, who are ready to assist the material needs of targeted priests and support them with prayer and tangible gestures of that charity, which always in the course of history has given unequivocal proof of the newness of the gospel. Let's not forget that if there was once a time in which the sacred ministers were respected for their conduct of life and for the example which they offered to the world, Satan never gave up unleashing his hatred against those whom he fears the most among men, because it is thanks to priests that the divine sacrifice which decreed the defeat of the enemy of the human race is renewed in an unbloody form on our altars. End quote. I like that he brought in the supernatural for this discussion, because frankly people forget that we are in a battle not with earthly powers so much, but with princes and principalities, meaning the forces of the devil. It is something that we need to remember, and it is why the first thing you must do when you ask what you can do is to take real action, is to fix your prayer life. You pursue sanctity. Learn what the faith really teaches, and conform your life to it, for we are engaged in the struggle with princes and principalities first but the fallen angels first and foremost. The good archbishop really brings this point home in this letter, too. Quote, I permit myself to exhort all of you, dear lay faithful, not only to commit yourselves with renewed zeal in this true corporal and spiritual work of mercy towards good priests, but also to pray and offer penance and sacrifices for the conversion of the evil shepherds and of those who, badly misusing their authority, target those who do good and preach the Catholic truth opportune importune in season and out of season, see Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. The return of so many who have strayed from the flock of Christ, their change of heart, and the awareness of the betrayal committed against the Lord and his holy church will be the greatest victory that we can hope for, and which we confidently beg the most holy virgin, mother of the priests, to grant us. End quote. There he did something that makes some people uncomfortable. He asked that we pray for the adversaries of the church, who occupy earthly positions within the institutions of the church, Whenever I say the same thing, people get angry with me, but our Lord told us to pray for, well, pretty much everyone, friend and foe alike, so there really isn't any excuse. We must pray for them, for their interior reversion to the faith, for their souls are on the line, as are ours. We may be on this earth for no other purpose than to pray for these wayward shepherds, so let's not fall down on that duty. They need your prayers, whether they are some auxiliary bishop somewhere who has an unbelievable level of influence in the church due to his internet job, or it could be Cardinal Supich of Chicago, Cardinal Wilton Gregory of the Imperial Sea, or even Paca Papa Francis himself. They all need your prayers for that reason. Not for their intentions, unless they have just intentions, but for their souls. Don't take my word for it. Archbishop Vigano just said the same thing. On that note, what do you think about all of this? 
Is it a good thing that they've started this organization or are helping the organization started by Father Lavelle with their influence? Or is it just another trick and we'll all be disappointed by it? Let me know your thoughts on this in the comments, please. And remember that you can find more information in today's show notes on my source's website at returntotradition.org. That's the name of this podcast or channel with a .org at the end. Just look for the posting for this video and you'll find more details in there. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.